We continue our sermon series, the uh, title of which is Almost Christmas, and today we focus on peace. Our scripture reading is taken from St. Luke, the second chapter, verses 8 through 20. The shepherds and the angels. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping a watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of a great joy for all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you, for you will find the child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and a child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. There's a phrase in Jeremiah and in Ezekiel, Jeremiah 6.14, Ezekiel 13.10, which simply says, peace, peace. There is no peace. Peace, peace. There is no peace. The prophet Jeremiah proclaimed that judgment was coming upon Jerusalem. And we quickly learn in the scriptures that Jeremiah is opposed by the kings and the priests who did not want to hear his prophetic message. The false prophets also contradicted Jeremiah's message of impending bloodshed, destruction, and judgment on Jerusalem when Babylon prepared to attack and conquer them. The given reality of life today in these pandemic times may not be unlike the days of Jeremiah. For the reality is that peace is sometimes elusive and hard for us to find. We might easily be able to quote Jeremiah from time to time with a phrase or two of our own saying, peace, peace, there is no peace. Last weekend, the Wyatts had probably one of the best and most unusual Thanksgivings we've ever had as a family. The food was superb. Everyone made their favorite dish, so there was no complaining. And the family time was rich and rewarding. The children and grandchildren were wonderful. Everyone got along in the spirit of simply all enjoying each other's company and being together. We were all together for the first time in a long time. And while chaotic at times, 
as all families can be, we experienced the peace of the lake in the early morning. And at dusk, as the sun was setting, we experienced peace out on the water as we enjoyed an afternoon boat ride. The sun even came out to warm us a bit in the chilly air. We looked for peace. And peace was all around us. Even in the normal times of a two and five year old granddaughter, uh, granddaughters fighting over a doll. <laughs> and yet we soaked it all in. And our family immersed ourselves in a sense of the peace of God's creation all around in nature and outdoor fun. You know, this is the tension we face every Advent season, to find peace sometimes in the midst of the craziness and the busyness of this time of year. My friend McGray de Vega, author of Almost Christmas, writes that we speak of a Jesus who is coming again to be among us. And even though we know he is already here, we still talk about his coming. We speak of the presence of peace on earth, goodwill to all, though the evidence around us feels like it's a long way from coming. And even though society sings of Christmas as the most wonderful time of the year, we know that the reality of that experience might be interspersed with a few challenges. And yet, and yet peace is the essence of the message of Christmas, for Christ came to bring his peace to us, to everyone. He came as the Prince of Peace. And the heavenly quietness surrounding Jesus' birth foreshadowed, if you will, the Savior's promise of peace to those who would follow him. Luke 1, 78 and 79 reminds us, because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break in upon us to give light to those who sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide us to the path of peace. Every year during our journey through Advent, we look for the destination and distance signs on our way to the manger. The signs say hope, peace, joy, and love, represented in the candles of our Advent wreath. And with every Sunday, we might have the same response as we did traveling to a destination as a small child in the back seat of our family car. Are we there yet? We would ask. Are we there yet? And of course, we are not. We keep following the star as the shepherds and magi did to find the baby Jesus, to find the one lying in a manger in perfect peace. We keep looking for the road signs along the way directing us to find our peace. We can almost see it. We can almost envision it on the road ahead, but we're not quite there yet. And looking for peace reminds us that there are better days ahead, but we still have to travel sometimes through the darkness to get there. For Ruby Butterworth's family, it was a tough week. She fell just before Thanksgiving and did not recover. 
Yesterday, we celebrated her life in our sanctuary, a sanctuary that she loved with people that she loved and who loved her. Among the many pages of instructions she left for her family and her pastors, this instruction stood out to me. She wrote, make my service a celebration. Don't make it about me. Make it about the power of the risen Christ in our lives to see us through along our journey of faith. That was Ruby. Always about others. Always guiding and directing us in our faith. When I visualize the shepherds in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night, I see peace. My memory takes me back to Jerusalem and Bethlehem where we visited the shepherds' fields. Saw where they gathered in caves nearby. We even worshiped in one. And in our Advent study of Joseph out at the lake, as we remembered his role as the surrogate carpenter father of Jesus, I've reflected on what a wonderful person of peace Joseph must have been. Accepting the unusual news that his Mary was carrying a baby, and that baby was not his own, but a baby who would become the Savior of the world. How do you even wrap your arms around that? And yet even with that astonishing news, you sensed around Joseph an overwhelming sense of peace, of doing the right thing, of what needed to be done, of taking care of maybe, uh, Mary and this baby. The Bible gives us plenty of practical advice when it comes to finding peace in our lives. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I once read that peace is found in my soul, not through my eyes. Psalm 46.10 reminds us to be still and know that he is God. Colossians 3.15 tells us, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Philippians 4.7 states, and the peace of God which transcends, which surpasses all our understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Peace doesn't begin in the physical. It's not based in the circumstantial. Peace is transcendent. It is a, a stillness of heart. It is a knowing. It is a gift from God. It is a fragrance of his presence, an awareness of his heart for all of humanity. In the midst of turmoil, bad economies, illness, tragedy, heartache, the uncomfortable, the unfair, the downright evil that happens all around us, Jesus brings Peace. Peace to our hearts. When I still my wandering mind and close my eyes, not to become unaware of the world, but to focus on Christ, He settles the churning within me. And I can open my eyes again and gaze upon the same world facing the same struggles 
with yet a new hope, with a newfound peace. So what do we do with this peace that we have within us? Rather than working to a place of peace, we need to work from a place of peace. Colossians 3 says, make allowances for each other's faults. Forgive anyone who offends you. Clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. You see, peace allows us to live from a place of love. It strengthens us to be people who help. We help pick up the pieces. We shoulder each other's heartaches. We bring wisdom and friendship. We defy evilness and strengthen the vulnerable. Peace engages compassion. And compassion calls for action. Frederick Buechner writes, compassion is the sometimes fatal capacity for feeling what it is like to live inside somebody else's skin. It's the knowledge that there can never really be any peace and joy for me until there is peace and joy finally for you as well. As we head into this season where the phrase, peace on earth, goodwill to all, it gets passed around and sometimes done so with little feeling, let me invite you to simply stop, to be still, take time to listen, as I did when I was out on the boat over Thanksgiving. Invite this transcendent peace of God into your life. Allow Jesus to enter in, permeating you with healing and wholeness. Look out into the world near and far, not with hopeless eyes or defeat, but with peace and compassion. And then get in the middle of it. Spread that peace around to everyone you know. In other words, be the peace. Be the peace. As I was greeting our, our friends on the sidewalk yesterday afternoon waiting for Santa, there was a mother who was having a difficult time with a, a toddler, and she was losing it a bit. And so I said, you know, I'm just going to walk over and try to be peace in the midst of that chaos. And I caught eye contact with a little boy a tear streaming down his eye. I complimented him on his Santa hat. I told the mother what a handsome young boy she had. And she calmed down, and he calmed down. Be peace to each other. Be the person of peace in the room. There's a story told of a young man who was eager to grow in his Christian life. He got a piece of paper and he made a list of all the things he would do for God. And he wrote down all those things that he would even give up for God. All the places he would go to minister and the areas of ministry he would enter into. He was so excited. He took that list and brought it to the church and placed it on the altar. 
And he thought he would feel joy, but instead he felt empty. So he went home and started adding more to his list. He wrote down more things he could do and more things that he wouldn't do. He took the longer list and put it on the altar and still felt nothing. Finally, he went to a wise older pastor, told him his situation and asked for help. The pastor said, take a blank sheet of paper. Just sign your name at the bottom. Go back to the church and put that blank sheet of paper on the altar. The young man did that and then the peace he was looking for finally came into his heart. He found out that doing what he thought was best wasn't always the best thing to find peace. That he needed to listen more closely to God. Let God fill out for him that blank sheet. On that holy night in Bethlehem, God gave us the greatest gift in history. A baby, the prince of peace. And now God sends you out this Advent and Christmas season to be heralds and examples of that peace to others. So my prayer for you is may the God of peace be with you and go with you. And may you go out today and be the peace the world so desperately needs. Be the peace. Let us pray. Gracious God, you call us out of the chaos, out of the busyness, out of the conversations that spiral down rather than lift you up. So Lord, we pray as we make our way through Advent, to bring us your peace. And may you be the peace in each of us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.